Oh, today we have a new episode on Wrestling Talk with Alex. Welcome everyone with a new episode. While SummerSlam has ended and many of you guys might not have watched it yet, I'm doing a recap of the pay-per-view. But if you're new here, my, my name is Alexandra. I also go by Alex. I am your host. Um, please follow me at Wrestling Talk with Alex on Instagram. You guys still follow me at Hey, I am Alexandra. I need you guys to start scooping over to Wrestling Talk with Alex. That's where I'm posting all match cards for wrestling. I know you guys are asking me to post them in the other one. I'm not doing that. I'm posting them on Wrestling Talk with Alex. All right, let's talk about the pay per view. I would love to talk to you about the very, <laughs> the most important match of the night, but let's not do that because there were other great matches. And let's start with the opening match, which was the Raw's Women's Champion, um, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. I think this was a phenomenal way for them to start the match. Bianca Belair and Becky really held the match together. They did a phenomenal overall, like, it was a great way to start the SummerSlam pay-per-view. They went ahead, they kicked off the show, and they started the ball running because I always feel like whoever starts the match really will control the temperament of the pay-per-view. So they really did that. So right now, if we're going to give like A, B, C ratings, I'll give this a B um, rating for this pay-per-view match. It was really good. And it was, it was a really good way to start the pay per view. While that match ended, ba- Bailey came back with a return. This is phenomenal. We haven't seen Bailey for over a year. I'm, you know, I know there were two other superstars, but I think the most intriguing thing right now is that Bailey came back. She kind of really threw a lot of a little bit of few things at us to kind of tell us that she was coming back and i think it was a great way for her to come back in SummerSlam. she had a few rivalries with um bianca belair and i think it would be a nice turning point of bianca belair to go against bailey and i would love to see a real good match between them and not a match that would put a a disgrace on Bailey because you know how it is with certain superstars when they come back they really don't put those matches on them and give them like this big mm, a big hunk out there so I really hope that now that Triple H is the head of cre- um, creative, creative directors over there in WWE we will see a potential of Bailey being a good um, heel she's already was a good heel but I'm really a potential to see her go against Bianca Belair who is not a heel and both of them to create a great rivalry now that the summer is coming to the end because for SummerSlam this is the end of the summer usually SummerSlam is usually the end of August they did it a lot earlier this year so usually SummerSlam is the end of all end of summer we're gonna see the end of a lot of rivalries and entering a new phase in fall and then we're kind of like kind of getting sort of stepping stones to wrestlemania from there um next match was logan paul versus the miss i gotta tell you this this was a really good match for the second match of the night the miss i'm telling you 
there's no people don't give the Miz the credit that he deserves. Miz is like he's just a blockbuster man. Like he's able to go ahead and bring, even though he lost, he Logan Paul won that match, and it was a the way that the Miz carries himself that he's able to still lose and in certain matches and be able to promote another match and kind of still bring the the attention to him and bring the excitement between two competitors and bring it bring it on i i'm i, I still to this day i still don't understand why they don't give the miss the credit he is one of the best heels in the industry i did speak about this in a while back of a podcast why the miss is considered one of the best heels in the industry if you haven't heard that please go ahead and go listen to that i think it was probably like season one or season two most likely season one i don't remember the episode but go ahead and scroll down and look for that and i really speak i spoke about how the miss is one of the best heels and he's able to just go ahead look what he did with bad bunny and now with logan paul just bringing him over and logan paul did a really outstanding job he really did put the work in there and i know there's a love and hate relationship but he looked great he performed he did a lot of big high moves like big spot moments that it's gonna be left in memories and a lot of us wrestling fans he really did that for being Uh, not an experienced fighter he really did a good big success and i think it was thanks to the miz because the miz is able to carry these superstars to the next level i think i didn't tell you who won between bianca belair versus bailey um not bianca belair versus bailey i'm so sorry bianca belair versus becky lynch um bianca belair won in that match and the rating for logan paul's match versus the miz i give this an a my personal opinion it was a great match overall next following match was the united states championship bobby lashley who was the champion versus theory this was an okay match it wasn't as bad it was it wasn't long it wasn't short but it was a, a satisfied satisfying satisfying satisfaction match it was very sweet but it was very at the same time not it didn't drag it it was a match that wasn't supposed to drag in which i i liked it it was a good match it performed they both of them entertain us and this is a this is a b a b rating match for me okay next following match i told you it was like it, some of these matches were quick simple and they got to the point it was not a lot of dragging judgment day versus the mysterios no disqualification uh, well, I, I don't know what they're doing here the judgment day group i think they're struggling they don't know what to do with the the three wrestlers in the group they just right now at the current moment just really struggling with the idea of how to like bring them to the next level i don't know what it was just i felt like they were giving me a monday night raw um match and i was actually in raw with my friend jada and we went to see it and i felt like i was just watching that match as a replay and 
Edge came back. He came back with a short haircut. And he was like coming back. You know, beats up the Judgment Day and the Mysterials win. This was a C match. Could have been better, but it was just eh there. Okay, another Pat versus Happy Corbett. Uh, Corbett is another guy that people don't like to give credit. He tends to really help other superstars to elevate and to the next level great person to work with pat he's not a much of an experienced wrestler but it was a well-balanced match but it wasn't a really meh, it was another okay match between the judgment day and with the on the mysterios and this match it wasn't they were good but they wasn't like mm, they wasn't top-notch happy corbett did his thing it was a you know, he was able to carry the match with Pat. They both did well carrying the match to proceed to the next following match. This was another C, a C rating match for me. The next one was the WWE Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus the Street Profits. Special guest Jeff. Let me tell you, the Usos and the idea of how they are really, really, really getting the bloodline and this legacy with the bloodline is just it was you know it's phenomenal i like the idea of the bloodline i wonder you know i spoke to someone at the raw event they did gave me a little bit of a scoop i might not share it here because i want to wait maybe in the next pay-per-view i'll give you a recap and share with you a little secret that he shared when it comes to the Romans championship but the thing is the idea how they carrying the bloodline is just from when it started all the way to now and having the Usos carry the belts being right now the best of the tag team division has to offer when it comes to the males it's phenomenal we know that the male division was slacking the tag team division wasn't up to part the Usos is doing that with the bloodline it is bringing the eyes to the tag team division especially for raw and smackdown where raw was sucky when it comes to the tag team male division so listen the usos is really 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 doing that they were able to carry the match the street profit are phenomenal at this point i really think the street profit might separate this is a feeling. I really think that it is a possibility they will separate. You got to tell me that Montez does not have a potential to go on his own, become a champion. He has everything, a qualification that will be a champion himself one day. And that match, the Usos kept the title, retained the title, and they won. And this was a overall an A, a grading of an A for me so let's break down all the matches because in case i did not mention who won who because i'm really like just telling you what this is a very relaxed um review i'm telling you here is a raw the raw woman's champion um bianca belair versus becky bianca belair kept the title um bailey made her return logan paul versus the miz logan paul wins the match the United States champion Bobby Lashley versus Theory. Bobby Lashley wins wins that match. 
Judgment Day versus a Mysterio. No disqualification. The Mysterio's won. Edge returns. Pat versus Happy Corbin. Pat won that match. And the last match we discussed, the Usos won the match against Street Profits. All right. Final, not, not the final one, but the next following match was supposed to be on the match card, but did not happen since uh, Matt Riddle was injured and it was supposed to be him versus Seth Rollins, but they end up having a whole fight at the ring. It was, he wasn't supposed to show up. He was not cleared to compete, but it was a whole, like, that started, like, the entryway to the end of the ring like and then Seth Rollins hit the stop it was just like beyond cray cray I think it was just to get like it was just thrown out there it wasn't bad but personally between us it wasn't necessary for me to see it anyways next match it's the Smackdown Women's Champion like more um Lynn Morgan versus Ronda this was not a bad match and it could have been better. I know, I feel like SmackDown and right now at the current stage, because right now, since they have Ronda over there, they're going to have her go against Morgan. And I feel like there are other women in the division that could go against Morgan that will give her a, a competitive match. And I think Ronda right now is just not the right fit for Lake Morgan, my personal opinion. Don't come at me, all you Lake Morgan fans. But I think there are other women in the division that would go great against Lake Morgan for her to defend her title. Ronda, as you know, she is a U.S. used to be a U.S.C. Um, fighter. She's there fighting, and you know, obviously, she had in a in a match where it was a controversy. She goes and had locked her in in the arm arm bar where the ref saw that Rhonda had her shoulders down and he does the pin but didn't see that Lib Morgan taps out and it was supposed to be that Lib Morgan was gonna lose. Rhonda would have became the champion. Everyone would have been freaking pissed if that would have happened. So letting Lib Morgan keep the title was a good play because I will like to see other women go ahead against her and not ronda rousey this was a c match potentially they could have done better with this but it was okay okay the main okay when i tell you this match has are is gonna leave imprint to anyone who saw this match this was a phenomenal match this was the wwe universal champion roman reigns versus brock lesnar last man standing when i tell you this match was phenomenal it was phenomenal I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something this match gave me old school vibes when i tell you old school vibes not too much of an old school but when the era when brock lesnar was 25 years old when he started with wwe when the rock went against him SummerSlam, this is I'm talking about in the 2000 eras. This gave me 2000 eras. It it really was a great match between Roman and Brock Lesnar. It elevated um Roman's level of future legacy to the next level because Brock Lesnar is the man. Nobody can take that away from Brock Lesnar. This man is a beast. But this elevated Roman to an another 
level to his status in the wwe and which no one could take that from roman especially with the whole idea of the bloodline that's a legacy and a print that he's leaving sorry he's leaving he's leaving behind this is just phenomenal i want to tell you this match was an a plus it was an a plus like it was so ridiculous how so much things were happening from the tractor the german suplex the f5s the superman punches and when the usos came and jumped lesnar and end up getting their butts kicked and then you have austin theory trying to cash in almost cashed in and i was like you know like is he gonna be crazy enough to cash in at the moment no he didn't he ends up getting hit with the f5 by brock lesnar he was about to cash in and he would have cashed it it was would have been over for him then we have paul Heyman freaking begging lesnar to stop attacking roman it was just back and forth it was just crazy and then you had roman beating poor austin theory with the 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 case i'm i'm gonna tell you something this pay-per-view was if this is what triple h has to offer to the wwe universe and this was just maybe from let's do a number from one to ten maybe like a good solid eight because there were still matches that didn't meet the parts where I would expect them to be, especially with certain superstars that were at these matches, they could have made them perform a B, not a C, grading when it comes to the match. But this was a solid eight as a pay-per-view. And what held this solid, I would have gave it a nine, but this is a good solid eight just because, of, like I said, there were C ratings. The Brock Lesnar versus Roman, that match really left questions and fans questioning is this what triple h is going to give us because if this is what triple h is going to give us in any pay-per-view and created mine to the next level this is going to get fans excited to have a little bit of the attitude era but a little bit of the 2000 era where we saw still blood but there was contained a little bit of some pg to the audience could have the children to watch so i think that's what we're gonna get a little bit of 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 it and and this is what we're gonna get i'm really excited of triple h what he has in control what he's planning to do for all upcoming pay-per-views but i think SummerSlam was a really good one especially the top match of the night was lesnar versus roman i'm telling you the best match overall a plus 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 and let me know what you guys thought about the pay-per-view match i think it was phenomenal and i know i'm gonna also apologize if this was like very calm and a little bit not all over the place but it was very detailed compared to my other reviews but i really wanted to like break it down and tell you how i felt about each match but if you don't follow me on instagram you must do so it's at wrestling talk with alex I want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast and i try to make it short and sweet but you know i got into like a little bit too much more details than it than i expected but it's okay but i hope to see you in my next episode go ahead and subscribe on any platform that you're listening to this podcast 
and I'll see you in my next one. Bye, guys.